It is time indeed for another episode of the Entrepreneur of You podcast, and I am your host, Henika Watkins. Hey, it's Johnny Dumas of EO Fire, and it's the Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration. Brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henika Watkins-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. So last week, I had an insightful conversation with an expert, you know, who coaches executives and entrepreneurs to become within the top 1% of communicators in their industry, Brendan Kumarazami. And he did provide some practical tips to overcome stage fright and the fear of public speaking. I'm sure after hearing that, you did get some takeaways that you can implement on your next public speaking gig, right? You're welcome. Now, this week, it is my pleasure to talk with a seasoned investor and real estate industry leader. Before I bring him on, I want to thank those who continue to make this podcast the success that it is. And I'm speaking of the National People's Cooperative Bank of Jamaica Limited, Profit Jumpstarter, and the Jamaica Stock Exchange, whose podcast, yeah, you know it, the Jamaica Stock Exchange and you, is hosted and produced by me, and I encourage you to give it a listen when you get a chance. Here's a word from the Jamaica Stock Exchange, and after that, I will share with you a business tip before I introduce my guest to get the conversation going. We needed to raise capital, but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Welcome back. And here's today's business tip, courtesy of the National PC Bank of Jamaica, Invest. Investing is necessary for every business. It includes investing in yourself, which is gaining the knowledge and skills to run your business and also for your personal development, investing in your products and services, tools and marketing to maintain growing and grow your business, investing in stocks and other assets to generate extra revenue to grow your business financially. And of course, there is more. My guest on episode 295 of the Entrepreneurial You podcast is Peter Vexelman. Peter is a seasoned investor and has been a leader in the real estate industry for over 30 years. He has successfully done over 3,600 deals. Wow, that is some feat, yeah? Today, He leads a team of real estate professionals who continue to close deals across the United States of America. Peter's passion is breaking down the barriers that hold people back from becoming real estate investors. 
He eliminates virtually every obstacle through partnering on deals. Peter provides 100% of the capital and brings his expertise and world-class team to partner on closing deals actively. Welcome, welcome, Peter. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Do you know anything about the Jamaican culture? Uh, that would be a no. That would be a that, zero. Oh, that's disappointing. But anyways, we, <laughs> we will continue this conversation. I'd like to talk a little bit, though, about our food, our culture, our music. Bob Marley, you say in bold, or fashion, or people, just so many things, not to mention how naturally endowed we are in terms of our beaches, you know, um, just all the things that one would enjoy when they go on a vacation and even when you live here. So that's a little bit of Jamaica 101 for you. I like it. Now, <laughs> yeah, man. So let's talk about getting started in the real estate industry. Now, what jumps out at me from this introduction, Peter, is the fact that you've done successfully over 3,000 3, 3, deals. Mm-hmm. How did the first one start? How did that go? And when, just talk us through that journey of getting to 3,600 or over actually. Yeah, well, first one started like so many things start in life by accident. I actually had gotten out of a totally unrelated business, uh, credit card processing industry. I owned some franchises there and was just introduced to real estate just by happen chance. And, you know, I loved it. I did a little bit of studying, not enough. Um, And I just jumped in head over heels. You know, I thought in real estate, head knowledge equated to uh, activity knowledge. And there's a million miles actually in real estate between knowing something and doing something, like in so many other things in life, especially business related. And so I didn't just start with one. I started with six. I bought six properties, six houses in the first about a month and a half. Literally, literally six months from that point, I had lost, lost everything I had brought in with me. I lost about a half a million dollars. And two months later, I had borrowed another quarter of a million dollars, lost that, and it was pretty much living out of the backseat of my car. And so my my journey in real estate actually started the other way. Uh, I went backwards. And I went backwards to a tune of about three years. You know, it literally took me three years from that point to get me out of the mess I made. And when I say get me out of that mess, I mean, just to get to zero. So, you know, it could be- Right, because you were in your negative, right? <laughs> well, because yeah, in the beginning I decided to choose, I chose to dig a hole, uh, which is not the smartest way to start. So yes, I went backwards, took me three years to get out. Um, and, you know, ever since then, you know, it's been an amazing journey. And, you know, I'll tell you, even since that point, there've been some downs, there's been some tremendous highs. But, you know, one thing I'm very happy to say and very proud to say is that 23 years later, I'm still standing thousands of real estate deals since then. You know, all my deals are with people across the United States. I partner with people and I do deals with them. So that means in every one of my deals, 50 percent goes to my local partner, which is a really cool and unique model. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm excited as ever, specifically, specifically based upon the economy win right now. Obviously, we're in a. We're in a downturn economy, but that's an upturn in the real estate industry. So for us in the real estate business, it's uh, it's an amazing, amazing time to be in the business. And we're doing more deals now than we have in, gosh, ever since I could remember. You talk about highs and lows and stuff, and I want to touch some of those. But before I do that, let's talk about your business model, Peter. 
um, for somebody who's listening, like, yeah, you're into real estate, but what do you actually do in terms of how your business is modeled? Um, well, I do exactly what I just exactly that. I partner with people. And so uh, in, in essence, in essence, what I do is I solve um, one of the biggest uh, one of the biggest issues that real estate investors have. And that issue is simply this. It's a very low success rate business. You know, less than 5% of people in real estate ever really make it. When I say make it, get to the point where they're making good, consistent money. And the problem with the, the, the issue that creates that, the problem with our industry, why it has such a low, low uh, success rate. By the way, this success rate of less than 5%, I always tell people, you wouldn't accept that in any other industry. You know, you wouldn't go to a hospital that had a, you know, uh, less than That's success funny. Rate. Think about that. Well, where would you? Would you go to a grocery store where less than five percent of people, you know, made it out alive? Would you? You wouldn't even drop your car off at a mechanic shop that had such an abysmal success rate. But, but in the real estate investing industry, it's almost an accepted thing. And the reason for that, Hanukkah, the reason for that, it is a very dislocated, very unorganized industry. What I mean by that is there is no one central hub for everything. So people get their training from one source, then they get their marketing from a totally different source, uh, they get their leads somewhere else, they learn how to talk to sellers somewhere else, they learn how to negotiate deals somewhere else, you know, they raise capital on their own, trying to figure that as they go, you know, contractors, you know, they prey upon the new person, so that's a very, very tough industry, very part tough part of this industry to get through. Uh, you don't know what realtors to trust that could sell these deals for you. And so in the end, in the end, very, very few people become successful because you're just piecemealing everything together. It's like me coming to your city and saying, okay, let's go build a Rolls Royce. But how we're going to do it is we're going to go, you know, we're going to go to all the junkyards in the city you live in and we're going to put it all together. Well, it's just not going to work. But that is exactly what people have to do in the real estate investing industry. They literally, literally have to piecemeal, uh, um, piecemeal uh, everything together. And so I solved that problem through our company called Partner Driven Hanukkah. And the way we did this is with me, everything happens under one roof. What I mean by that is this. We train people that we work with um, uh, here. We generate leads for them here. We teach them how to negotiate deals here. We provide a back office to help them support their real estate transactions, like coordinate buyers, sellers, closings, you name it. Uh, I provide them the capital to do as many deals as they want. Our construction outfit helps them fix it. Our team of realtors help them sell it. And then we put, split the profits down the middle 50-50. So the model, the reason it's so powerful is we're the only ones, as far as I know, at the national level, you know, I'm the only one that's been able to solve that problem of disjoint, you know, dislocated, unorganized, put it all under one roof. And, you know, the, the question somebody may be thinking was, how do I know yours is the right roof? Well, it's very simple. I'm going to do the one thing nobody else out there is going to do. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I'm going to give you the money to do these deals. And then you're going to get 50% of the profit. So that's wow. how confident. Yeah. Well, that's how confident I feel in what it is we do and what the team does and, and our ability to get things done. And and by the way, 100%, literally 100% of all of my deals now are done with partners across the United States. 
So it's a very powerful, very, very unique, um, you know, I hate to say it because this is really the only answer for many people, but yet it is still, it is a very, very unique model. There's no one else that does this. Hmm. Right. So you're solving that problem of fragmentation and you're bringing it all together. Sounds really, really good. All right. So I want to go back a little piece or two. You starting, you, you know, your first six property, you borrowed money, you, you, you went into debt and stuff. Um, somebody is listening in right now, loving real estate. Like it's something that I started loving, you know, on, on myself. And I'm, I'm thinking, how do I really get involved in real estate? Yes, you get your license and all that jazz. But how do you step by step get involved in real estate? Well, number one, you don't need to get a license. Uh, I'm not on the real. There's two types of, I guess you would say, uh, components uh, mm-hmm. or sides of the real estate. There's the realtor side, which is where you do get licensed. I'm on the obviously the investor side doing deals. Mm. This is where the money is. This is where all the upside is. This is where all the potential is. And this is where all the wealth is created. So that's the side I'm on. So you don't need to have a license. Oh, but tell me more. Have, what's that? I said, tell me more. <laughs> yeah. 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 But how you do it is exactly what I just mentioned. I mean, you here's what most people don't realize about real estate. You're right. Everybody wants to be into it. You know, who doesn't want to own some real estate or do some real estate deals, right? But most people don't really realize everything that is needed to do it. Like most people think, okay, well, I guess I got to go find a house and, you know, do something to it and then I'll sell it or I'll rent it. So I'll call my local real estate agent. They have all these listings and all. And by the way, none of that is reality. That is not how you do real estate. Number one, you got to know before you get started, you got to know what you're doing. And I know there's this whole, you know, people say, well, just jump in head over heel. No, in real estate, you don't want to jump in head over heels. It's a it's got a huge upside, but but it's got a devastating downside. So you got to know what you're doing. So you got to get training. And by the way, there's a lot of very, very good training out there. Um, then you got to know how to market. I mean, who, how many people really think that you have to be a marketing genius? And how many people are marketing geniuses before they get started in this business? So you have to know how to generate leads. You have you have to know, like, things. this is something that definitely nobody thinks about, but this is huge. You have to know how to negotiate. Nobody ever gets into real estate thinking, I have to be a brilliant negotiator. But guess what? Every single deal has a negotiation component to it. So it's just on and on and on. It's got about eight or 10 parts and pieces like that. So if you were to just to say off the top of your head, well, how do I get started and I do it all myself? I would say you got to put all these pieces together. You know, you got to find out where you can get your capital. You know, are you financeable? Do you, you know, do you, do you, are you going to raise money? I mean, these are all monumental questions and monumental tasks to be done onto themselves well, guess what? In real estate, you got you don't do them by themselves. You got to do them all, and they all have to fit in perfectly. Because if anything is out of line, like if your marketing doesn't coincide with your, you know, uh, strategies of what you're going to do with these deals, that's just not going to work. So it's 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 a big big piece, but it starts to answer your question, Hanika. It starts at the point of. Uh, knowledge you got to know you got to got to got to understand what you're doing and 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 how to do it correctly and so you have the knowledge funding where are some of the you know the options what are some of the options that you need to consider for funding 
I mean, it's not cheap. And you know, here's the crazy thing that most newbie investors don't even know. Uh, uh, on more than 50% of the deals that a new person does, the lender will actually make more money than the investor. And guess who does 99% of all the work? The investor. So, yeah, not only is it not cheap, but it's very complicated. You know, there, there's a couple different sources, big picture sources. Uh, there's obviously your local bank or a mortgage company. You could just walk into most banks and tell them what you want to do. And, and if you are worthy, meaning if you are credit worthy, if you're experience worthy, and that is that does matter in this business experience. You know, you're coming in to borrow money, but guess what they're going to ask you? Well, how, how many deals have you already done? So experience does matter. So a lot of factors go into bank financing, conventional financing. But the upside of it is that it's the cheapest kind of money. So and, and it's really not designed for the new person. Then there's what's known as private money, and that's just friends and family. And again, you know your friends and family. Do they love you so much they're going to give you hundreds of thousands of dollars and risk it all? For most new people, that's just not reality. Just because they're friends and family doesn't mean they're going to risk a, a lot of their capital on you. But that is a legitimate option, especially as you move forward in this business. And the third option is what's known as hard money lending. And that is a whole industry that's developed out there around specifically around lending to investors. They look more at the asset than they look at the the worthiness of the borrower. Having said that, you still need to have some experience and you do need to understand what you're doing. So there is no kind of that easy, obviously there's cash. If you got all the money that, you know, yourself, you could use your own money, but then you're risking your own capital. So there is no that one perfect source, but I would say if you're just getting started, probably your best source is that third source. I was just talking to you about the hard money route that because that whole industry exists around lending money to real estate investors. So it's the easiest one to tackle. Uh, got you. All right. So earlier you spoke of the highs and the lows. And before we go into our break, I want to hear some of the lows that you have gone through. I mean, we, we spoke about the uh, enormous accomplishment of doing over 3,600 deals. So naturally, you would have had some low points. And, you know, you've mentioned some in the in the beginning where you, you had to start from zero again, you know, start from way back because you would have gone in the negative. But besides that, what are some of the downsides, you know, some of those um, lows that you've experienced? Well, there's been a number of them. You know, one of the biggest after that initial horrendous start I had actually came in the 08 crash. And that was like my first time that I had really experienced a market correction or I guess it wasn't more, it was more than a correction. It was an actual crash. <laughs> And I just didn't know how to react correctly in 08 when it started happening. I, I made a lot of very uh, poor decisions, and and I crashed with the market. I mean, it's just the only way I could say it. I literally tumbled and crashed right with the market and, um, you know, lost everything I had made up to that point. Um, even actually got, ended up getting out of the business, not for a long time, but for several months then, and, uh, you know, uh, entered back in a business. But that was obviously low. Um, you know, there's been lows along the way, but I, I don't, honestly, I don't really focus too much on them because I've always believed in this business. So even during those kind of what you would call a low or things aren't going well or the deals aren't closing the way you want them to or you're not making the kind of money you want to make or 
you actually lose money in a deal because to this day, even 23 years later, there are some deals that we lose money on, believe it or not. Uh, but but again, the lows are so, so uh, inconsequential compared to the highs of this business, the upside of this business. And really the, the model that I run where I actually partner with people, which means you know, we take everyday people that want to level up in life, that want to do more, be more, grow more, and we give them an opportunity to do that through the real estate investing business. And I can tell you, when you're doing deals by yourself, it's exciting. But when you're doing it with people um, that are just hungry, uh, that makes these deals even much more exciting and, and, and much more worthwhile doing, in my opinion. All right, I'm sure. So, yes, I want to move on to that break. But before I do, I have to ask the question. That 2008 crash, you, uh-huh. bounced, you bounced back from that how? You know, I don't think it's a how. It's just I just did. I mean, I got out for about a couple months. And that was really, I was just shell-shocked. I mean, I was just like, man, it just it kicked my butt within a short period of time, you know, within – seven or eight months went from the top of the heap to the bottom of the, of the, of the barrel. And then I just came, it took me a couple of months just to come to my senses. Like, what else do I have? What other real legitimate options do I have? Cause at that point I had achieved a lot of success in this industry. Um, and, and so the how was just simply, I just reengaged. I got myself a new office, a small office, uh, jumped in with one of my money people. So put him in office with me because that's an important piece to have in this industry. I just started growing again, started doing deals again. Again, I always believed in the business. That's always, I think, the problem with a lot of people. They just lose faith in what they do. And as soon as you lose faith in what you do, you, you, I think you're you're going to be dead in the water. You know, it's, it's one thing to lose faith in yourself. It's another thing to doubt things. But when you lose faith in the industry you're in, I think you're 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 heading down a very dangerous path. And I never did. Even in the middle of that crash, in the middle of losing it all, I always knew the business worked. I just needed to fine tune it. And that's exactly what I did. All right. Excellent. Let's take a break, Peter. And then we come right back and we're going to talk about the highs. You know, I'm sure there are many, many, many more than the lows. But think about the one that you're going to be sharing with us are the ones. Right. So let's take a break. This podcast review comes from Devoid Davis, founder, Caribbean Valley Investor Corporation. Totally value focused. Some people go on and on about how they are going to help you. Not Henny Kawakis Porter on the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Every 30-minute episode is jam-packed with practical, valuable advice. Bet you will be listening to each episode more than once. Thank you, Devoid. Such a beautiful, beautiful review coming from you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen, taking the time to even go further and to leave a review. I totally, totally appreciate you. All right, let's come right back with this conversation with Peter Vexelman, um, very expert real estate investor who has been operating in the industry for over 30 years, doing huge deals, very, very successful in what he does, you know, and he's not doing it alone. He has a team and he is very strategic in terms of identifying those persons who will make, you know, make him succeed, make his business succeed, right? So I think what, what is evident here is that to be any success of this magnitude, you can't do it alone. Embrace the things that are going to be considered as failures, but be willing to move forward, not to sit and wallow 
and um, lose faith in whatever industry that you're a part of, but you're willing to pick up the pieces and to move forward. And it, it talks about resilience. It talks about determination. So before the break, we looked at some of the lows, you know, and particular. I mean, there's nobody that, you know, can say the 2008 crash did not affect them, right? It was a global phenomenon, you know. Um, to this day, perhaps some people are still trying to bounce back from what happened in 2008. Here we are now, though, um, 2022, notwithstanding that with lots of successes. So let's, Peter, let's get into some of your, your high points in this business. You know, I could tell you probably my highest point to this day is the model I do today. I mean, you know, partnering with people and helping people and, and, and doing things together. And, and the, the high point of that probably was when it originated because initially it originated as a result of me wanting to do more deals. I was trying to figure out how do I do more deals or why don't I partner with people and this will give me the ability to grow my business. And then lo and behold, before you know it, I realized, man, this is really helping a lot of people. This is getting people, uh, you know, retire from their jobs, you know, walking away from their corporate world, buying planes and buying nice cars and all this. And so this really this, I would say this whole run I've had with this model for several years now has got to be, got to be a huge, huge high point. Um, a high point was many years ago when this is when I was broke. And a couple of years later, you know, I, I came out of that funk, not the funk, but I, I it took me a couple of years to, to recover from the disastrous start I had. I remember one time waking up in the morning, opening up my checking account. And there's over a million dollars in there. That was a high point. I still remember that moment. The very first time I ever saw over a million dollars in my checking account. It was cool being part of some really cool projects, too. I remember one of our projects was in a front cover of a pretty prestigious magazine. Uh, because what we did is we actually went under, under the building and blew out underneath it and built uh, a nine-foot ceiling basement uh, that we converted into a condominium that sold for a ton of money. And it was so unusual. I mean, we literally blasted underneath the building. So unusual to do that. And not not only so unusual and unique, but the way it came out was just unbelievable. You know, so that was really cool seeing some of the projects on front covers of magazine. Um, you know, coming back from a, what you thought was a bad deal and recovering from it. it was, those are highlights. I tell people to this day, every deal is a mountain. There's really no easy deals. There's no, you know, uh, lay me downs in real estate. There's no vanilla deals, as I call it. <laughs> um, so I think across the board, you know, the, the, the first of this business, uh, first time you raise capital, first deal you close, first, you know, successful uh, relationship you have that lasts for many, many years. Those are all highlights uh, that happen to this day along the way. Awesome. If you could ask yourself a question that I haven't asked you and that you've not spoken about on any other podcast before, what would you want to say <laughs> regarding uh, real estate and just being successful in this business? Well, you know, I don't know if it's something I, I, you know, if it's something that I want to tell you, then I could tell you, I tell everybody because it's, it's, it's exciting. And, and, and here's specifically, specifically what that is. We're going into some of the best markets the real estate industry has seen in decades, if not in centuries. And, and so the thing that I'm not hiding to myself, 
that I'm shouting from the, you know, top of the building. It says, this is the time. You know, if you're ready to level up in life, if you're ready to do more and gain more and make more, this is the time to jump into the real estate investing business. Uh, you know, we're in a downturn economy, which means we're in an upturn real estate because real estate works totally, totally opposite uh, how the economic conditions are. And the, the the profits that are about ready to be made are already starting to be made, but ready to be made even more just monstrous, monumental in this business. And so... This is an exciting, exciting time to be in this business. And so I, I share that message with, with the people that I talk to very, very much. Let's unpack a little more of what, what you just said, that the real estate industry runs, operates counter to uh, the economy. Um, unpack that a little bit. Why do you think that is? Um, let, let's hear it. You know, in real estate, what are we looking for? We're looking for deals. We're looking for opportunities. And so what creates a deal? What creates an opportunity? Uh, two things, motivation. Somebody's got to be motivated to get rid of something and someone's got to be motivated to get rid of it at a low price. It's pretty much like any other industry. Well, guess what bad economy creates? It creates a motivation, right? All you have to do is turn the TV on and they're going to tell you how awful your life is and how desperate everybody needs to be and how there is no future for anyone. Uh, now, some of that is true from a perspective, you know, we obviously know what's going on with the interest rates, with the inflation rate and all this. I think the, the media just blows it all up. So there is obviously a motivation out there, whether it's real motivation, which there's a lot of real motivation. There's a lot of job layoffs or perceived motivation. Believe it or not, there's a lot of people who don't need to be motivated, <laughs> Uh, but they just get scared into thinking they have to get rid of everything. And there's obviously with motivation comes those price drops. So that's how people get rid of things. They know they can't get full market value for it. Things are you know going down in value anyway. So you couple motivation with not be able to get full market value with prices dropping anyway. That creates opportunities. And uh, and so that's the reality of it. There's more opportunities now because of the economy and because of what's taking place out there, then there's been, uh, honestly, I don't have ever been this type of a kind of this perfect storm. And these are people we're helping. I mean, these are not people that we're like, you know, taking advantage of or buying up stuff they can't afford. Well, I guess that is true. But, you know, this these are people that need real life. They have real life situations and they need real life help. Uh, and, and that's exactly what we're there to do for them and, and do on an ongoing basis. Amazing stuff. Love what you're doing. I'm very interested in the industry and, um, the success that you've had. It's, it's really admirable. Thank so you. Congr congratulations to you. Yeah, man. Thank you. Awesome. All right. So as we are about to close, I'd love for you to share, Peter, how might my community get in touch with you and share your company? Because um, that's going to be important for them as well. You know, interestingly, most of my listenership is based in the U.S., <laughs> you know, even though I'm based in Jamaica. So it would be good to, to share a little more. Um, I know you shared some stuff about the company earlier, but just um, just the company name. How can we find you on, on, on online? The best way to find me actually is through social media because it's not just uh, uh, going to some kind of a promotional web page. It's like seeing me in real life, see how I do things, how I operate, what I do, how I think about things, get to know me. And 
and then make a decision if I'm somebody you want to do some business with. And and one of the best ways just go to like uh, you can go to Instagram for instance, you know, Instagram.com slash Peter Vexelman, my name. Instagram.com. I'm sure you'll have it somewhere in the bio notes. Uh, so Instagram.com slash Peter Vexelman and check me out, you know, and from that point on, if you're, if you're ready to do some real estate deals, just click the link on my bio, fill out the information and we'll touch base with you. Uh, but that, I think that's the, the model is called partner driven. That's the name of our company also partnerdriven.com. But again, the best way to, to connect with me, with my team, to get a feel of what this is all about is just go to Again, just go to like Instagram.com slash Peter Vexelman, my name, and uh, and connect with me that way. Awesome. And let for our listeners, it's V-E-K-S-E-L-M-A-N. It will be in the show notes as well. Thank you so much, Peter Vexelman. It's been a pleasure of mine to have this conversation with you. Amazing stuff again that you and your team, you're doing. Um, I wish you all the best, you know, on your onward journey as you continue to succeed. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Hopefully I was able to add some value. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me, Hanukkah. Absolutely. Today's money tip is brought to you, as you know, by Profit Jumpstarter. It is shift your investing strategy to focus on quality companies. A sound investment strategy during a recession is to look for companies that maintain strong balance sheets or steady business models despite the economic headwinds. Some examples of these companies include utilities, basic consumer goods, conglomerates, and defense stocks. Thank you so much, Profit Jump Starter. Always a pleasure to share these money tips um, that you continue to provide for us. Thank you so much. And thank you so much to you, our valued, valued listener, to tuning into this episode with Peter Vexelman. And I'd love to hear from you. What's that standout moment for you today? I love the fact that Peter shared, you know, how much the real estate industry moves counter to the economy, right? And one would have thought that they are moving in the similar direction, but they're actually moving in opposite directions. So now is a time, now is as good a time as any to get, um, get yourself involved, you know, look out for that deal. You've always been looking for that deal. Look out for that deal, right? It's, it's, it's a good time. Send us your feedback at hennikawatkisporter at gmail.com or on social media at hennikawatkisporter. Remember to follow this podcast on your favorite podcast app. You can connect with me directly for all things podcasting, coaching, um, uh, just the book on podcasting, podcast power, and also reach out to me about my latest publications on gratitude. That's a gratitude devotional and gratitude journal called uh, Healing with Gratitude, a 31-day devotional for inner strength. The journal Healing with Gratitude, a 31-day journal for inner strength. Thank you so much. Now, let's me, let me just end with according to the scriptures enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his course with praise give thanks to him and praise his name psalm 100 verse 4 what good 